welcome back to my podcast welcome 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 thank you for tuning in thank you for coming back if you're new thank you so much for clicking on that link thank you thank you thank you i really do appreciate god bless you always now today is the birth anniversary of george westinghouse he was born in new york as the fourth son and the seventh child of his parents his father owned a machine shop but george was not interested in working there like his older brothers in school his teachers called him inept and would and he would say later that test books bored him that penmanship spelling and grammar were a deadly burden but he loved math and was always drawing locomotives and engines in class Obsessed with his own inventions and ideas, George invented and patented his first device at the age of 19. In the 1880s, he saw the potential of using alternating current as opposed to direct current for electric power distribution, and he put all his resources into marketing and developing it. In his later years, he was referred to as the greatest living engineer, and he kept true to this name by being productive and inventive even to his dying day. George died in March 1914 at the age of 67, by that time holding over 400 patents to his name. He died with drawings of an electric wheelchair idea by his side. He was a prolific inventor who ran multiple great companies and his workers were treated better than other industrial workers in the era. The love of his life whom he met in 1867 died 3 months after his death. Today is also the birth anniversary of Helen Willis Moody, who was the first American woman to achieve international celebrity status as an athlete status. <laughs> she began playing tennis when she was 13 and she won her first major title. From 1926 to 1932, Helen dominated women's tennis and did not lose a set in singles play. She was a seven-time US champion and an eight-time Wimbledon winner in singles competition between 1923 and 1931. She also won four French singles titles and 12 titles from double championships. She wrote two books on tennis and another on mystery. She was also interested in art, which led to the mounting of several exhibitions of her drawings and paintings in New York galleries. She was named to the International Tennis Hall of Fame in 1959, and she later died in 1998 at the age of 92. Hmm. Also, Fanny Lou Hamer was born on this day in 1917 to sharecroppers in Mississippi. Her family struggled financially and she began working in the farm at an early age. In 1962, Fanny decided to attend a protest meeting and that changed her life. She became a civil rights activist and a voting rights activist. She was the co-founder and the vice chair of the Freedom Democratic Party. She was a member of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee 
and the co-founder of the National Women's Political Caucus, an organization which was created to recruit, train, and support women of all races who sought election to government offices. Her passionate depiction of her own suffering in a racist society helped focus attention on the plight of African Americans throughout the South. She set up organizations to increase business opportunities for minorities and to provide child care, child care and other family services to people who could not afford them. She died of breast cancer in nine. In 1977, at the age, oh, almost 60. She was almost 60 because she died in March. So she died at the age of 59. Also on my list today is Charles Generate, popularly known as Le Corbusier. <laughs> he was born in 1887 in Switzerland and he became a French citizen in 1930. He was an architect, a designer, a painter, a writer, and one of the pioneers of what is now regarded as modern architecture. He was dedicated to provide better living conditions for the residents of crowded cities and thus became influential in urban planning, even as we have it today. His career spanned for over five decades and he designed buildings in Europe, Japan, India, and the Americas. Today is the death anniversary of George Childress, who is popularly known as the author of the Texas Declaration of Independence. He was born in Tennessee in 1804, and he moved to Texas in 1835 to practice law. After Texas gained independence from Mexico and declared itself a republic, George was part of the delegation sent to the United States to officially recognize the Republic of Texas. Note that the Texas Declaration was largely based on the U.S. Declaration of Independence, but it was accepted by the convention, and yes, Texas became a republic. He starved and killed himself in 1841 after a period of business failures. Oh, that's sad. Okay, thank you for listening. That is all the bit of history I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until tomorrow, remain blessed. Bye.